Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Well, Trey, I don't know if Thursday is your favorite day of the week, but it is time for the Bud Light Little Blue Book, and it is now up to $622.20, and a tiebreaker this week, net yards rushing for Arkansas, net yards rushing for Arkansas. You can submit by way of our Asher Record Service Company Life in Feedback. You can use the Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line, or you can email me at randyr at 1037thebuzz.com. So with that being said, Trey, are you ready? Yes, and Saturday is my favorite day of the week. Oh. College football Saturday. <laughs> even 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 in times like these, still still college football Saturday. Even when you get to go uh, to Arlington, Texas, to cover a game? <laughs> even then. Even then. <laughs> okay, good. That's no, you should have said, oh, Trey, aren't you excited that you don't have to go to Auburn this year? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, we all exactly. are. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. So, I've been thinking about this one a lot. I mean, the the betting line, I, I was looking at Bet Sarah's, and I think it's 46 and a half, right? The over-under? Uh Yes. Last yeah, check. I'll so, check again real quick. But so that means they're thinking something like, like thirty-five ten or something like that. That's what they're. Th- I mean, because they're. They. I mean, just by the point spread, nineteen and a half, and by the total points. So I'm going to go. I think Alabama covers in this one. I'm going to go thirty-eight seventeen Alabama. And I'm going to go with a hundred and five rushing yards. 105. Okay. That would be uh, nice to see Arkansas, even if it takes the team to do it, to go back over 100 yards rushing. Uh, to me, I, I don't know what the minimum should be, Trey, but good gracious, when you rush for like 30 yards in a game, 27 or whatever it was last week against Ole Miss, ooh, I realize you yeah. take sack yards out and uh, from net yards rushing, but still. Ugh. Yeah. And I'm not I'm not totally putting 38 points on the defense. Uh, I think that I just I just don't have very much confidence in this offense. I know the defense is banged up a little bit. I think they'll probably I think we're probably going to see some four three sets out of Arkansas's defense, which is not ideal because you're probably not going to have Pooh Paul, and so you're going to be a little bit shorthanded there. But I don't know if they have a real choice because Alabama's going to run a lot of 12 personnel, two tight ends, um, and so. And they're going to try to run it at you. So I think it probably makes sense for Arkansas to run some more 4-3. But at the same time, they don't have a whole lot of depth at linebacker. I think that could get them in a little bit of trouble. It feels like Cam Ball's going to play, though, so that's good news. They've been a little banged up on the defensive line, but you know, kind of like what we were saying earlier in the year, they have enough numbers that they're able to kind of absorb that a little bit better. You know, Jachad Stewart missed some time. Uh, John Morgan's missed some time. Cam Ball missed some time. Um, Tank Booker has missed some time. So they've had guys here and there uh, that have, have been out, but they've been able to, to absorb it. I think the defense is playing well overall, but I also don't think it's 
fair to just keep throwing them out there three and out after three and out after three and out after three and out. I mean, you're just that's just a recipe for disaster, and uh, it also puts you in bad field position a lot of the time. So I, I'm not going to necessarily say it's 38 points because the defense plays so poorly. I think Alabama scores somewhere between 31 and 38 points in this one. Um, and I think a lot of that depends on, you know, what Arkansas's offense is able to do and if the special teams, you know, don't make any colossal errors also. But I wouldn't say it's all going to be on the defense. And, Trey, that is the reason why I went with the net yards rushing for Arkansas. I feel like it's going to be critical. Arkansas has got yep. to chew up some of the clock. They've got, got to keep to. the ball away from Alabama's best as possible. And, um, I mean, if they can go over 100 yards – Hopefully that means they're picking up some first downs and they're holding on to the ball in the process because I'm with you, three and outs will be a killer against Alabama. Arkansas had a drive against Texas A&M that was a Southwest Classic record 15 plays. I think it took like maybe a, like close to eight, eight minutes or something. Eight, over eight minutes, yes. Over eight yeah. minutes. Yeah. It was a record 15 plays. It ended and the longest field goal in Southwest <laughs> Classic history. If that, that, that tells you everything you need to know about Arkansas's offense. Wow. Mm. Win time of possession, but then you still lose the ball game by double digits. All right, let's uh, start with Mike, Navy Mike. Good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey. Hello, Randy and Rick and Trey. Yeah, I do. Um, uh, the sun. I, I was looking outside, and the sun just peeked through, right when you called in. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, you'll you'll have that, you know, sometimes. But why well, um, you know, one. Trey? You know, Trey. I, I um, obviously Alabama has not allowed a hundred yard rusher uh, since the start of the season, and that's even in their loss. Texas didn't even have one. Uh, you know, the, clo- the closest guy that got the closest was the South Florida guy that had, what, like 92 or something like that. So that's the key. I mean, if, if I can Arkansas get the run game going and keep KJ from having to run for his life because they get to the quarterback, um, which which yeah. forces uh, which which forces turnovers. They've got uh, how many interceptions already so far this year? Um, they've forced yeah, bad decisions. And a lot of sacks. And quick, right, quick decisions, right. So um, they got you got to get the run game going. Um I don't. I don't know. Rocket just doesn't look like himself. I, he's obvious. He's not 100. percent He can't be. Um, he just looks a step slow. Uh, so, well, hopefully they can get that going. But it, to me, I think Randy and I'll give my score and my um, prediction. It's. I, I'm going to say 34-17. Um, you know, Nick Saban is not a guy that that goes that you know beats a. Like beat someone into submission, he'll he'll call off the dog somewhere in the fourth quarter. But you know that's that's the only reason why they'll cover. Uh, and uh, the net yards rushing, I think, will probably be somewhere around uh, less than a hundred, probably somewhere in like ninety-five. All right, Mike, you said Alabama 44 17, 95 yards 34. net. Pardon me, 30, 34 to seventeen. Yeah. Oh, 30. yeah, thirty-four. Mike, Mike is more optimistic 34. than I am. <laughs> <laughs> that's, my, that's bad. Right. my bad, my bad, my bad. Thank you, guys. You guys have a good evening. Thank you, Mike. My bad. Him down. All right, Trey, this is from our Asher Record Service company, Life and Feedback. Larry said this was the debate at work today, so he's asking you to be the tiebreaker, I guess. Trey, I have a hypothetical question for you. If you could have a number one recruiting class from the portal or 
the number one recruiting class out of high school, which one would you choose if you could have only one? Well, that's kind of difficult because I could have the number one class out of the portal if I did like what Dion did and brought in 51 guys. <laughs> You know, that's, that's the number one class this past year. It's like 50-something guys for Colorado. So I think I would take the high school class. Uh, yeah, I think I would take the high school class. That means you got some five stars in there. You know, it may be a little bit like what Texas A&M experienced last year with some growing pains, but and the long-term benefits of that could be could be huge. So it depends on what kind of transfer portal class you're talking about. If you're talking about – you know, 15 guys from the portal, and it's the number one ranked class, then that's that's probably a lot of studs. So maybe maybe I'd lean to that. But, you know, you're talking high school. Here's the thing, too. Here's what you got to consider, too. If you bring in high school kids, then they can leave you. Yeah, you know? that's what I was thinking. If you bring in a portal class, they're not going to leave you, but generally they're going to be older. So... <laughs> It's kind of a double-edged deal. I think I would take either one and be happy with those, with either one, but I think I would, I think I would, you know, take my chances with the high school class. How much fun would that would be to, to assemble a class like that out of high school? And, um, you know, also for me and readership, you know, portal, the transfer portal window and all that stuff gets decided pretty quick. A, a recruiting class is usually put together over the course of about a year, or so uh, it would make for better content from a media standpoint for me. <laughs> So All right. All right. That, 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 that might tip the scales for me. We have a little better, a little more to write about with uh, over a longer period of time with a recruiting class. So which do you want? Which 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 way? I'll take, the, I'll take the high school class. Okay, you take the high school class. Okay. Yep. All right. This is from our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line. So do we still think KJ moves on after this season? Not trying to look ahead, but also looking ahead. Does Jacoby Criswell? <laughs> maybe fit this style of offense better? Nobody fits this offense if they can't block. Nobody fits it. Michael Vick doesn't fit it. I mean, Tom Brady doesn't. Nobody. I mean, if, if, they, if they can't block, if, if, if the edge guys are just collapsing the tackles, nobody fits it. And I've heard a lot of people talk about benching K.J., and K.J. hasn't played that. I don't think he's comfortable. I think it's in his head. I think the offense, you know, things he's trying to do, you know, you can just see, you can go back and watch the video and see, you know, man, that guy's open. Why didn't he hit him? Or, uh, you know, just all kinds of things like that. Um, you know, the interceptions that he threw last weekend, uh, he's not playing well. And, but I don't know that bringing somebody else in is just, is the answer. I, I know that's an easy you know, on the surface way to look at it, we'll just change quarterbacks. But uh, I don't think that's – I don't think K.J. Jefferson just stinks all of a sudden. You know, I think there's uh, uh, bigger issues around him, particularly bigger issues in front of him. And it's not just the offensive line. It's been the tight – I mean, I've said that I'm broken record just talking about how poor the pass protection has been from the backs and the tight ends also. Um you know, especially the Texas A&M game after Luke Haz went down, it was just, I mean, those guys couldn't block anybody. And so I, I don't know that, like, changing and going to Criswell is, is necessarily the answer. Although I think Criswell has a bright future, but I don't think that this is, I don't think benching K.J. Jefferson is what you do. And as far as moving on after this season, I mean, that's another thing. You know, you put so much pressure on yourself. 
you know he has in his head that, you know, this is his year. He's going to, you know, put up big numbers, all SEC, and, you know, declare. And a lot of times you get that in your head, and that's what you do. Look at Jaden Hazelwood. Hazelwood, Hazelwood should have come back, should have come back to college. Uh, but he had in his head that he was, he was going pro. You know, before the season, before he came to Arkansas, that was his plan, and, and he followed through with it and didn't get drafted. So, you know, I could see K.J. just kind of following through with, with what he decided to do, but he he obviously has the option to come back if he wants to. Trey, this is the bigger question than – He'll make more money if he comes back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. NIL. Yeah. You yeah, made me think about that one for a moment. Yeah, you're probably right. Uh, from our Southern no, Structural. I'm, I'm definitely right. <laughs> I'm definitely right. From our Southern Structural Solutions buzz text line, here's the bigger question, Trey. Does KJ need to switch from Skittles to M&Ms? Yeah, well, it's a good question. It's two totally different things. I mean, now we start getting into the Halloween candy questions and uh, – I go M and M. I don't think it's I don't think it's fair to categorize you know chocolate candies and fruity candies in the same category. They're just two totally different things to me. Am I wrong? I I, I got to go with M and M's, especially peanuts. Am I, am I wrong, Randy? Am I wrong? Uh, I don't Should like sk- I don't like Skittles. So it, you know, it'd be difficult for me to endorse Skittles. I like I like Skittles. Skittles are good. I like sometimes I want something fruity and sometimes I want something chocolatey. <laughs> All right, let's talk to Cole. Cole, good these afternoon. Are questions, Randy. Boy, this is like Friday <laughs> for some reason. I'm getting these yeah, que- it feels like a Friday. Yeah, I'm getting these questions on a Thursday, not a Friday. Cole, good afternoon. You got a question or comment for Trey? Yes, good afternoon, guys. I would like to first get in the blue book, please. All right, let's do it. Unfortunately, I see it going ugly this weekend. I have it 34-13, Bama winning. And then for the tiebreaker, I have 52 rushing yards. 52 it is. All right, you have a question for Trey. Yes. So, uh, first, I, I agree with you, Trey. I think KJ is just all up in his head. Uh, granted, he don't have a whole lot of time to throw it. And he, I feel like he's just a lot slower this year. Do you see KJ turning around at all, or do you think it's just a bigger issue with the offensive line? And then the second question to the offensive line, do you think Pittman finally let go Kennedy at the end of the year? And I'll let you guys talk. Thank you. Yeah, I'm not I'm not going to say I think he lets go Kennedy. I, I'm, I'm going to say he will have staff changes. He'll, you know, he may not, like, openly fire a coach, but, hey, it's not you need to go find another job kind of deal. That's what you see happen all the time behind the scenes. And he has made staff changes every single year. Had quite a, you know, a number of staff changes last year, particularly on the defensive side of the ball, because they needed to address things. And, um, yeah, I'm not saying he'll fire Kennedy, but he will make changes. I don't think there's any question about that. I mean, that's just the way it is, the way this business is. And uh, it doesn't matter if you're friends with somebody or not. So, yeah, and as far as KJ, again, I think it. I think some things have gotten in his head a little bit, but I also think that uh, the bigger problem is in front of him, and and not necessarily him. All right, Trey. This from our Asher Record Service Company Life and Feedback. Tanner says, uh, Trey, I feel like both KJ and Rocket have lost a step because of added weight. What's your opinion? KJ's always been about this size for the last couple of years. I don't think that's an issue. 
Um, I think a little bit's been made out of Rocket Sanders' weight. I mean, he was 227 last year. He, I know he's listed at 242, uh, but he's more like 235 or so. He's still a little big. Uh, we talked about that the other day. It's just like, you know, just because you can't trim any fat off of him doesn't mean you just keep adding muscle and adding muscle until he, you can't, st- you know. I mean, at some point you say, like, you know, this is as big as your running back needs to get. He, he doesn't need to be, like, huge. But, uh, I th- you know, people people talk about, you know, th- that's the reason he's lost a step and all this stuff. I think probably the more likely reason that maybe he looks a step slower is because he's coming off of a knee injury that caused him to miss three games. That seems like it's more logical to me. All right, let's uh, talk with Will. Will, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey? I do. I do. Hey, Trey, what's going on? What's up, Randy? Hey, hey Will. Good hey, afternoon, Will. Will. So, uh, I do think that uh, he should have uh, – that Sanders didn't need to add any extra weight. That's for sure. That's my opinion. And I certainly think that uh, K.J. Jefferson misses uh, – this is Kendall Brown for sure. I mean, you know, yeah. uh, it's, it's, it's obvious that he's not a drug. You know, it's the same offensive line that we had last year. So definitely could use an RPO for him. I think he's really kind of scared, maybe a little bit overweight. But um, anyway, yeah, it's a tough season. But, uh, man, I kind of – Trey, I'm going to have to uh, – well, I'm going to agree with you, Randy, on Eminem, KJ. Boom! And then – I <laughs> Yeah, and definitely, uh, I will. I do kind of think Trey's accurate on his assessment of, with uh, Alabama's thirty-eight. I'm gonna say we only get two field goals and a touchdown, though, and the net rushing Randy will be eighty-four yards. Okay, well, I don't want to do my my math end up with the wrong score that you're predicting. So please give me your predicted score. Thirty-eight to thirteen. Thirty-eight, thirteen. Okay. That's what I would have written down, but I, but I, okay. I'm afraid if I made a mistake. Hey, you guys have oh, a- cost you money. All right, thank you, Will. Uh, it's all good. You guys have a great day. Thank you, buddy. You too. All right, let's talk with uh, Todd. Todd, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey? Yes, I do. Thank you, sir. Uh, Trey, I-, I know you guys will probably remember this play, but when uh, the kid from Rising, Chavis, uh, yeah. uh, Blitz, the quarterback, he was yep. like a blur. I mean, mm-hmm. he's, he's got to be the fastest kid on the team, and I was wondering if we could use him on offense or if, he, <laughs> if he's a defensive back for a reason. You know, he can't catch yeah. or whatever. Uh, well, just he's just getting wondering. going on defense, so I don't know if a position change right now is senior year is the right oh, move. The guy's see. moved from corner to safety, from corner to safety, corner to safety in his career. But he is the fastest guy on the team. Uh, I've seen the speed numbers. Um, that hasn't, like, been released out to the public. But he, as far as the catapult measuring goes, which is the satellite that measures your miles per hour back on Earth, uh, he's the fastest guy on the team, reaches the top speed. Man. And, you know, they were bringing two blitzers. I believe they brought Jordan Crook also, and Crook was a little bit a step ahead of him. And then, so, you know, he was the guy that they picked up because he's the first guy coming, and then that allowed Chavis to just get right through there and and completely blow up. I think it was a fourth and four that they went for. Yeah. He he completely blew that up. He was was so fast, I couldn't believe it. But uh, Mm -hmm. I do have one comment, and this may be a little controversial, abstract. Uh, Why? I think he's paid his 
lieutenant. But why not bring Petrino back as offensive coordinator while you can still <laughs> eat him? Uh, make make uh, uh, Sam, you know, focus not not position coach, but focus on the offensive line, and then let Petrino have the back, I mean, just the focus, and the receivers and the quarterback. And well, I'd just you, like to have your thoughts on that, and I will text him my prediction, Randy. Very and good. You looked at Thank the latest you, SEC statistics. Texas A&M's not even in the upper half offensively. You know, so, I mean, I'm going to ask Sam Pittman what he thinks about that. <laughs> yeah, right. It's A&M's <laughs> defense that's carrying them. Their offense is pretty yeah. so-so right now. Yeah. Um, you know, is Bobby this Petrino April Fool's was, Day? Did you say Petrino something? Petrino is a brilliant guy. I'm not discounting that. Petrino wrecked there, his motorcycle yeah. on April Fool's, Randy. I know he so. did. So, I mean, you're, you're going to ask Sam about Bobby yeah, Petrino? <laughs> no. April Fool's! I thought that was obvious. <laughs> I wasn't going to do that. <laughs> All right, Trey. Talk to you tomorrow. Bye, guys.